Hey everyone, it's Steph and Kate from Cocktails with the Blonde and Brunette. Back to you with another Q&A episode. We are thoroughly enjoying them and we hope you are too. So keep your questions, opinions, and comments coming because uh, it gets us thinking and talking about new things and you know, just making life better for you overall because we can dive into the shit for you <laughs> and give you all the opinions that you want and uh, may not want, but hey, that's what we're here for. Right, girlfriend? That is absolutely true. Plus, it's kind of fun to hear what other people have to ask. A hundred percent. Like some of these things, I don't really, I mean, you don't really think about, right? So no. I mean, the more information you have, the better all your relationships can be, even the one with yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I, yeah, I think the first kind of thing that we were going to get into, which I don't know, it like pushes buttons, but like it totally makes sense, um, would be, is it okay for you and your partner to be attracted to other people? Mm-hmm. I feel like as human yeah. Like it's only natural that you're going to be attracted to other people while you're in a relationship. I think so. Like there's a difference between being I mean, we, we don't go on. Yeah, like there's a difference between being attracted to somebody else versus acting on it. Exactly. Like I mean, I think. Yeah. Like this one is a hard one. Yeah, because like in terms of like physicality, obviously you're gonna be attracted to other people. Like you see it all the time when like guys are sitting on the beach with their wives and they put their sunglasses on so they can like see the bodies walking by or you know, the women who are eyeing like the men, you know, poolside or you know, even sports on TV, like Instagram, famous people, everybody has like a celebrity crush. A lot of couples joke about like having like, who would your hall pass be? Um, So I think it's definitely okay to be physically attracted to other people while in a relationship. Yep, I think so. I think that realistically, well, okay. I think I was gonna say realistically, we all, if we're being honest, find other people attractive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 100%. You know, sometimes you talk to people and they're not attracted to physicality, they're attracted to energy or personalities. And I mean, I feel like that falls in a similar situation or a similar group as like, it's just attraction in general. Yeah, like I, I would argue that like I would disagree that it's okay to be attracted to other people while in a relationship in terms of like emotional mm-hmm. ability or energetically like if you if you feel yourself being attracted to someone energetically while you're in a relationship you need to avoid that person yeah I think like so I'll use myself as an example even if I see somebody walking down the street um And I can tell like, hey, like that person has amazing energy. Like I'm attracted to that. I don't even have to talk to them. 
mm-hmm. to know that I'm attracted to that energy. Not that I am looking for anything else, but like, those are the things that I notice too. I don't necessarily always notice that somebody is like super hot or sexy or mine's more of an energy thing that I notice. Although, I mean, my husband and I will often be like, oh, that girl's really pretty or, oh, that guy's pretty good looking, right? Like we point them out to each other. Yep. I mean, I find for me, I physically am more attracted to women and not because like I'm a lesbian. I just think women are beautiful. Like we were even talking the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, this friend of a friend of mine, like if you see her in person, like she just radiates, like she's just one of the most beautiful humans I've ever seen. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like a sexual attraction to other people while in a relationship. It's just, I mean, it's naive to think that you're the only person that your partner is going to find beautiful or sexy or good looking in terms of physicality. And I think the issue is when people are not confident in their relationships, where they find that this is an issue, because then they're like, oh, well, if my partner finds this person attractive, they're going to leave me for that person. No, it's just a pure fact, like that person's attractive. Well, I know for like myself, like I had pretty low, like self-esteem and confidence. Like you never know it, like talking to me, but like internally, especially like in my twenties, I had tons of like low self-esteem confidence issues. I didn't feel pretty like physically. So if like my partner was looking at, um, you know, hot girls on the internet or like following like supermodels or whatever, it really bothered me. I mean, looking back now, super childish caused a lot of arguments that didn't need to be caused because I wasn't explaining why it made me uncomfortable and I wasn't listening to why they looked at it do you know what I mean like it still bothers me in a sense just because it's like a trigger for me but I've kind of processed it enough to realize well like yeah like people find other people attractive there's like seven billion people in this world I'm not going to be the only person that my partner is physically attracted to Mm -hmm. and if I was that's weird Like, I'm sure there's like some psychological disorder if like you are only physically attracted to one person. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to take a poll and see like, is there anybody out there who's actually only attracted or to one single person? Well, based on the poll here um, with the statement, is it okay to be attracted to other people while in a relationship? 73% of people agree that it is okay. There you go. So there is like a good 30% of people that disagree it's okay. But I often wonder from those people who disagree, like what is your confidence like? Mm -hmm. Do you love your body? Do you love yourself as a person? Like, do you feel enough? Do you trust your partner? Yeah. That's a big piece. When I first started, I'm like, is it okay to be attracted to other people? At first I was like, well, no, because like, if you're attracted to other people, that's how like you end up wanting different things and going outside your marriage. But then at the same time, it's like, no, it's not like, it'd be different if there was someone that you were say attracted to, whether it's energetically, physically, emotionally, And then you continue that other relationship while you're in a relationship. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think too, you said it earlier, like you look at women, you're like, wow, they're beautiful. So like you have that attraction, not an attraction you'd ever act on because that's not something you want. Like you proved the point there that you can look at something and find it beautiful and attractive and not want that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Cause like in terms of like the sex that I am attracted to, like men, the only person I ever really look at is my partner and think Mm -hmm. like, oh, like he's sexy. Like, oh, I like that tattoo on his arm. Like, look at his muscles. I don't really look at like actors and men, unless it's that Charlie Hunnam guy. Oh, he's good. But like, (laughs) there's not very many men that I would be like, oh, he's really attractive. You know what I mean? Like, even if they are pretty, it's, it's not, I need like the whole package to be really like attracted to someone where I would want to be in a relationship with them. Yeah, no, and that's very true. But I mean, you can also appreciate beauty. Yeah, I mean, we're all beautiful. Like we, we're humans, like we come in different shapes, sizes, colors, you know what I mean? So yeah, like 20 year old me would be like, no way it's okay to be attracted to other people. I should be the most beautiful person in this whole universe. I'm pretty sure I've said that before too, which makes me sound uh, quite naive. Um, but I mean, now like just learning about like people and humans and compassion and just just that we're all human. Like we yeah. really are. Like there's no manual on how to like do it right. <laughs> um, you are going to be attracted to other people. That's why there's so many of us. Yep. I think it's just it's okay to have the attraction. It's not okay to act on it or take it further it's the acting on it that's the problem it's not the actual looking at somebody and being like wow that person's attractive or being attracted to them it's whether you have the ability to set those boundaries between like yeah I find that person attractive and then acting on that attraction for sure I think too like a lot of the people who probably like disagree with the attraction to other people in a relationship maybe they're looking at it as like you know um your partner follows like all these men on social media who have like a similar look but they don't look like you Uh it's like well is that what she's really attracted to and it's like well maybe on like a physical level like it's nice to look at but if that's really what your partner needed you would have that too right like sometimes it's just like it's just, it's kind of like the fantasy stuff that we talk about. Like it's nice to look at, but it's not necessarily what you want to look at every day. Mm-hmm. You know? I, wonder, I wonder also though, of those uh, 27% of people who voted that it's not okay, are they the people who wouldn't be able to set boundaries between being attracted to somebody and acting on it? That's true. Cause I think that's fair. Like if you know yourself and your personality, maybe it's not okay for you to be attracted to other people while in a relationship. Right. But it doesn't necessarily mean like your partner can't look at things. And I think there's a difference between like, like if you're physically attracted to other people while you're in a relationship, there's a difference between constantly like commenting on it. Like, you know, if your husband's always like, Oh, that girl's so pretty or, you know, your friend, this friend of yours is really pretty, or, Mm -hmm. you know, they have, like, an obsession with, like, 
mentioning it or you notice them always staring at other women it doesn't mean that it's not okay for them to be attracted to it but they need to like reel it in and have a bit of respect for you know your partner you're in the relationship with too absolutely sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) but yeah so I feel like that I mean I feel like it's a very open-ended statement where you could go like either way with it but when it comes down to like the basics of it I think it's okay and it's totally normal to be attracted to other people while you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. like I think it's healthy I think sometimes in a way it also like I don't know I feel the same way about flirting though like I and my husband and I have talked about this often like you like flirting isn't necessarily it well for us we talk about it as like it brings joy and radiance and whatever and you make somebody feel good and like your energy is really high and like when you see people who are attractive you can also bring that energy back to the relationship right Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's outside of the box a little bit I know I know and well, but uh, I also feel like that's why communication is so important because if it's okay with both of you and you find that it enhances your mood and pleasure for when you come home to each other then there is no harm in it yeah do you know what I mean whereas if like your spouse is constantly like flirting with like a friend of yours or they have like this one individual that is somehow in their life like a coworker or something and they're always flirting with them and like you're not doing that like it could be weird do you know what I mean so I think again yeah. that's, it's all about communication in terms of like flirting because flirting is like an action attraction is just a feeling yes see but I guess that when I talk about flirting too I'm not talking about like making deep connections like flirting with the same coworker over and over yeah. Like we flirt with like the people at the LCBO or like when we get groceries because it makes them feel good. It makes us feel good. And it's funny because we'll do it when we're together too. And people sometimes look at us strange, but it's like, you know, it's just fun. Yeah. It works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a mutual understanding. Like it's, it's not uh, building relationships with people by flirting. It's just like, if you're at the grocery store and the teller looks really good that day maybe you or your husband will be like wow you look really nice today I like you know that color of lipstick or I like that blouse or you know yeah no I would I would agree that like if it's okay between both of you it's okay yeah it took us a while to get there (laughs) but it's like worth having the conversations over so that you know you can feel really good yeah no I totally agree so I guess like my initial reaction was, it's not wrong. I mean, nothing's wrong when it comes to an opinion. Yeah. But I do think it is okay to be attracted to other people while you're in a relationship, as long as it's like respectful and doesn't like go anywhere else. Absolutely. So we are with the majority on this one here. Yeah. We are. It's based yeah. off 2,000, 200,000 votes. So it's a pretty good. Oh yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So alrighty. Our next question or statement that was sent in to us might trigger some people. Um, but again, to each your own. Um, but it's all about monogamy. 
so that those couples don't have to be monogamous. And I think we've talked about this in other podcasts because we've done podcasts on uh, open relationships and swinging and how, what that life looks like. Mm -hmm. So you can, if you want to go really in depth, you can go back to one of those episodes. Yeah. Um, But I think I was surprised at the poll results for this one. So tell us the poll results first and then let's... It's basically 50-50. So 52% of people disagree that you don't have to be monogamous and 48% agree that you don't have to be monogamous. So that really shocked me. It doesn't shock me a lot. I mean, it probably would have a couple of years ago, but now working with so many couples, it's actually, I would say about 50% of my couples eventually come out with some type of, I don't necessarily want to be monogamous anymore. I'd like to swing or explore or, you know, have threesomes or have a polyamorous relationship. It's, it's pretty common. Yeah. And see, like it blows my mind because to me, it's like when you get into a relationship like I understand things happen, but it's like, it's that commitment. It's that monogamy that makes it special for me. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not judging people who aren't monogamous, but I just don't personally, I don't get the point in being in a relationship if you don't want to be monogamous. I think what ends up happening a lot of times is that you're people will begin to realize like their sex life or their sexuality is not tied to their love slash relationship and that they can have their relationship and their love and their intimacy and their companionship, but then also have sexuality outside of that, that doesn't mean any of those things. So their relationship is still a really safe space and it's their priority, but their sexuality outside of that. Now, if you're talking about polyamory, that's a little bit different because then you've got different relationships going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just, it really shocked me that it's basically 50-50 because you hear so much about like infidelity and heartbreak and all these things, um, but then 50% of people, so I guess it just kind of comes down to like couples are not communicating about monogamy. Yeah. I think it's it's a really hard thing and I I have had a few clients who had no clue that their partner wanted to go outside of their relationship like not an ounce and it came as a huge surprise that this was coming up in coaching so I think a lot of people think about it but maybe just don't think that it's a possibility for them Um, But once they start to get that really solid foundation, they realize, hey, maybe this is something that I can do. And so it does come down to communication because we don't talk about it. Well, I guess in in terms of like monogamy, I I mean, it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean infidelity if you aren't monogamous. Like again, people have things that they do with their partners that we've talked about. So I guess it does kind of makes sense like I mean if you're somebody who likes to you know bring somebody else in every once in a while or you are a part of like a swinging group or I guess that's not monogamy Mm -hmm. so I guess monogamous doesn't necessarily just mean like faithful it's just 
couples right. don't have to. Yeah. Right. The, it doesn't. Yes, monogamy does not equal faithful, and being non-monogamous does not mean being unfaithful. Yeah. So I guess if I was being like not biased and not judgmental, um, an open book, I would have to agree that couples don't have to be monogamous. But I feel like for me, it's an important part of a relationship. Absolutely. And I'm, you, like 52% of people said that, right? Like they believe that couples should be monogamous. Yeah. Cause I also feel like if you don't have monogamy, it can lead to like a lot of other issues, but I guess that's when things are hidden and not discussed and communicated about. Well, and I would argue the fact, and I did this before as well, that people who choose to have an open relationship or choose to swing or cho choose to be polyamorous have amazing communication skills and are able to articulate what it is that they're thinking, feeling, needing, wanting uh, with practice, of course. Whereas people in monogamous relationships, a lot of times aren't saying what they want. And then that's when you end up having people who cheat or who do go outside the relationship without any communication about it. Yeah, no, I would totally agree. Again, I'm just like, it just kind of shocked me that it was like a 50-50 thing. I thought for sure it would have been like, you know, 30% of people disagree, 70% agree. But I guess that's just my, my take on it. Like my beliefs, I guess. Well, and I think the world is changing a lot, but it's not changing enough that your friends would say to you, hey, we have an open relationship, right? Because it's still very much frowned upon. So it's very likely that you have friends around you who do have open relationships. Very true. Very true. Right. We don't like a taboo thing. People don't really talk about it. Right. Yeah. So it makes sense that if you were thinking about it, you'd think, okay, if you're in a relationship, you are monogamous. That is what we were taught to believe is right. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. Yeah. This one just kind of blew my mind a little. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Because also people who answered this, we're anonymous and yeah. we're able to say the truth, right? If, if we went and like asked our friends with, to put their names to it, I feel like you'd probably get a much different response. Yeah. You get more of the response that I would expect to find versus yeah. a anonymous poll <laughs> amongst 200,000 people. It just, it just, yeah, it just kind of was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. All right. And like, I also know that like most of our like audience and things like that they're not like necessarily like 50 60 plus mm -hmm. attract more people kind of in like their you know 30s 20s 30s 40s yeah I'd say just based on what I've seen um so it is I guess a different generation it's you know we're more accepting of like you know same-sex couples people you know, wanting to identify how they want to identify, whether it's sexually, physically, anatomically, like it is a much more open generation. So I guess the answer shouldn't shock me as much. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it, folks. I <laughs> it's like whatever you want it to be. Some of you say yes, some of you say no. Um, there's different reasons 
as to why I guess people would not want to have to be monogamous but I think the most important thing about like monogamy is it's discussed like you never want to you never want to take monogamy and turn it into like infidelity I guess the best statement for that yeah because that just causes a whole lot of problems communication and clarity are key yes because if you communicate about your desires to not be monogamous again like fantasies and stuff maybe you can find ways around it where like if your partner wants to be monogamous and you don't maybe you can find ways to make it feel like you're not you know what I mean yeah role play yeah it's all about the communication yeah that's what everything stems back to which is super annoying because communicating for some people is so difficult (laughs) because we're never taught how to do it no, especially as kids, right? Like you're always told to be quiet and like nobody asks you why you're having a temper tantrum. They just tell you to stop. And like, yep, you get taught pretty early on not to express yourself. Absolutely. So then you learn not to because it's not safe. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, 50-50. So I guess with it being 50-50, if you're getting into a new relationship, maybe have that be like something you talk about early on (laughs) it's part of your conversation right away yeah because the world is changing Mm -hmm. but in terms of like meeting someone for the first time we had another question come in like do you believe that everybody has a soulmate yeah so what is your your opinion on that stuff I think that we have tons of soulmates. I think that we have soulmates and friends. I think we have soulmates in relationships. I, I don't think there's ever one person for you. I mean, they talk about soulmates and twin flames and this and that, but I feel like you can find that soulmate kind of love with more than one person in a lifetime. Um, it's really nice if you ever get to experience it. I don't think everybody gets to experience like a soulmate connection. But I, I, I do believe in soulmates, but I don't believe that there is like one person on the whole entire planet that is your soulmate and everybody else will be subpar. Yeah. That really sets you up for failure right there. Yeah. And there's like, there's 7 billion people on this planet again. Like you can connect with multiple different human beings over a lifetime and have like a soulmate connection. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So I I do believe everyone has a soulmate, but I don't believe that that should be like your goal in terms of a relationship is, oh, it doesn't feel like my soulmate. Like, how do you know? Well, that's the other thing is like, how do we know what that actually means? Like, is it a feeling? I think it is a feeling, but I feel like all feelings, like, I feel like you can have a relationship with somebody and feel something, and then you think you're never going to feel that again. It's like your first love when you're little. Like, oh my God, like, I'm never going to feel that again. Your first love, everyone thinks is their soulmate. And then you know, your first love breaks your heart and you meet somebody else and you're like, oh my God, this is my soulmate. So I feel like it's easy to call somebody a soulmate um, because in reality, a soulmate is basically just a person who is ideally suited to another person, whether it be a close friend or a romantic partner. I do agree with the fact that 
I don't think your soulmate has to be like a romantic partner. You can definitely, it's almost like that feeling of home of having known this person forever, even if you just met, right? Like they have a significant impact on your life. Yeah, like there, there's romantic soulmates, karmic soulmates, past life soulmates, soul partners, soul ties, soul families. Yeah. Like sometimes you just meet people and like you click and you hit it off and like, it's like you've known this person forever, but you haven't, you just, you have a soul connection. You gravitate towards each other. The energy is good. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I definitely believe in soulmates, but I don't believe in soulmates as in like a romantic, like I'm just waiting for my soulmate kind of thing. What if we're our own soulmates? Well, that's possible too. Like even like pets, I feel like can be like a soulmate connection. Mm-hmm. Like I like, <laughs> which sounds weird, but like for me, like I've had little animals in my life that like, they just touch my soul so much. Like I still think about them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are they doing? You know, like they're not here, obviously. Um, but I feel like you get like a lot of friends who are like soulmates and those are the friends that you can literally go like years without talking to. And as soon as you get back together, it's like nothing ever happened. Like nothing changed. Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, yeah, I believe in soulmates, but I don't believe that it should be like something you strive for. It's just something that you're lucky to come across. Or that it's one single person. Cause that really does set you up for failure, right? Like to find that one person out of 7 billion people. Well, and there is no one person that you're going to have a perfect relationship with. No. Even if you are soulmates, there is no such thing as we're always going to be happy together. We're always going to enjoy each other's company. We're always going to have great sex. We're always going to have this because we're soulmates. Like, no, even soulmates grow and change and evolve and you need to put work in. Well, and I was going to actually ask you, like, do you think that soulmates are like that perfect match or are they the people who make you grow the most? Like, I think everybody just has a different definition of what a soulmate is because I don't know. My soulmate does not mean that I would have a perfect relationship with them because that's boring as fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you can also look at it from like a spiritual standpoint, like soulmates and romance are very different than like past life soulmates or like karmic soulmates or like soul partners. Because essentially Mm -hmm. in like a, a more energetic, spiritual way, a soul partner is basically somebody you chose to meet here on earth before you came into this lifetime right so it's not like you're meeting your soulmate you've already met them and they are here in your life and it's not always for romance and love sometimes your soulmate that one of your soulmates or your many soulmates you meet in your lifetime could be here to teach you a lesson Mm -hmm. it's like they call them like soul contracts right so like there's all different kinds of soulmates And I feel like whatever aspect you follow in terms of soulmates, whether it's like romantic, karmic, friendships, families, all these things, I believe the simple answer is yes, we all have soulmates, but like, do we have just one? No. I would say yes, that there's not just one. 
So I feel like if this question was unless you're yeah, but I feel like if the question here was worded differently, like it's everyone has a soulmate, I feel like the poll results would have been different if it said everyone has soulmates. Yeah. What was the response with the soul with the basically 50-50. So 52% of people disagree and 48% agree. See, I think it would be different too if you said, do you believe you have soul contracts? Because then I would say 100% yes. Like, I think we pick what's happening before we get here. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like in terms of soulmate, like if you're not looking at like all the definitions of soulmate, like half these people could be like, not into spirituality and all that stuff and be like, yeah, soulmates are bullshit. Like you connect with people or you don't. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you actually like know and like do some looking up of like what soulmates are and can be, you might agree more. Yeah. So I think it's like a sticky topic, but. It definitely depends on like what your beliefs are too. Cause I'm sure some people are like, soul anything is bullshit yep oh definitely definitely a hundred percent and a lot of people believe your soul is like born here on earth and then you're a soul when you pass over like there's a lot of religious and cultural things that would come into play with that for sure yeah so but like long story short i believe that we all have soulmates Mm -hmm. in some way yeah yeah, that's what I believe. Me too, to some extent. To, like, not that there's one specific one, but that, yes, we have opportunity for them. Yeah, I agree. So I would say, like, in terms of, like, romantic, like, everyone has a soulmate. I don't know that I'd buy that. Because, um, again, like, relationships are all about growth, communication, learning, loving, living together, keeping on the same path, growing. If everyone just had like a soulmate they energetically were supposed to connect to and be with forever, there wouldn't be so much divorce and shit like that. That's true. Although our society is very much about the quick fix, right? Nobody wants to do the work. That's true. Even I get tired of work sometimes, even though I love personal development and growth. Every once in a while, it's like, oh God, I just need a break. (laughs) Don't want to do it anymore. No. So, but yeah, again, like the 50-50 thing didn't really surprise me for this. No. I feel like if the like statement question, everyone has soulmates was there. I think you'd have a higher amount of people like agreeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just my opinion. I agree though. Oh. Cause like, I see it a lot, especially like on like social media and stuff, like gr- single girls will post, like, I don't really see it from men so much with like single women will post like waiting for my twin flame like well you're gonna be waiting forever because like you're not just gonna like bump into someone one day and be like oh my god my twin flame like there's no (laughs) you know what I mean 
Yeah, no, you have to be ready for them. Yeah, and like open to it. So I guess in long story short, like I do agree that everyone has soulmates. Um, yeah. 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 Is there any other questions or fun things that we've got on the top of mind that we want to? Oh, this is a fun one. Okay. It's for like heterosexual relationships, but I guess it could be for like any relationships, but this mm-hmm. one, like women should change their last name when they get married. And 80% of people disagree with that statement. I think because it's like 2021 now. And also because the question really should be, should men and women have to change their last name when they get married? Because if you're in a, you know, same sex relationship or things like that, it's, it's a very um, general, like it's not a generalized question anymore. Yes. So a more generalized question would be, should people have to change their last name when they get married? But it says 80% of people do not believe women should have to change their last name when they get married. Well, I think that when you say anything that should, that's like an instant no for me. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think it's in terms of like, what's important to you, right? Yeah, like, what is your, what's your personal preference? Do you want to? Do you not want to? Yeah, I mean, for me, I was super like indifferent about it. Um, I always planned to do it, but it was just a lot of work. Like I'd change my passports, my banking information, all these different things. And I did do it um, because it was important to the person that I married. Right. Like to them, it was a value. It was something that mattered. And had I realized that, I would have done it a lot sooner than I did. Um, but I just made a choice to change it. And honestly, my last name now is easier to pronounce than my maiden name was. And like, I, I married this person and they wanted me to take their last name. So I did like, it was a personal choice for me. It wasn't something I felt pressured into doing. Yeah. And then I know on the other hand, there's a lot of people who don't believe in changing their last name unless they're going to get children, unless they're going to have children. That's true they want them all to have like the family name but on the flip side of that if you look at my family like my immediate family we all have different last names yeah I don't know if that necessarily like matters anymore I can say that like I was always the person who was not going to change my last name um and I've been married this is my third marriage um and I only changed it for this marriage and actually that was Steph you kind of pushed me over on that one um yeah. by doing our numerology and like how would I live a better life and so I chose it off that not necessarily because it was a matter of like my last name now is it's the opposite of you it's way harder to say than my maiden name was yeah I was gonna say out of all of your marriages this one is definitely the hardest to pronounce <laughs> absolutely or spell Um, yeah and I never ever had wanted to before and then we did the numerology and I was like oh well that totally makes sense that I should be changing my last name to this and my husband really wanted me to do as well but like that he always knew from the beginning I never was going to so it was actually like a little surprise for him when I did do it yeah so I think like 
I don't think women should have to change their last name or men should have to change their last name. I think it's something you discuss mm-hmm. and you figure out why it's important for you or why you want to do it. Or if it doesn't matter, you do it because the other person would appreciate it. Like, I don't really think that there's any right or wrong answer here. Um, I think a lot of times it's just culturally and like religion. Like when you marry a man, you take his last name, the kids get the man's last name. But now if you look at it, there's like women who are getting married and the husband's taking their last name and the kids are taking the woman's last name too. It's like, it's definitely different. I have um, a girlfriend and when she got married, they decided that they're going to have one kid. And if it was a girl, it would have her last name. And if it was a boy, it would have her husband's last name. So like, there's all different situations out there. Oh, for sure. Even uh, one of my girlfriends, she got married and she loved her last name, like her maiden name, loved it, loved it, loved it. Mm -hmm. So they actually ended up naming their firstborn child, like his first name is her old last name. So it's like that name can still live on for her in her home, but her husband, because like they're, they have sons, it it gets Mm -hmm. to carry on his family name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, there's really no right or wrong. Like you do what works for you. Yeah. And you get to choose. Now, I will agree with everybody else though on the poll. Should you change your name? No. Can you change your name? Absolutely. Yes. Not about wording. Yeah. A lot of these questions or comments or opinions are all about wording, but I guess that's when people send their stuff in, right? We don't get to tell them how to write it. We nope. just educate them on how they could maybe wrote it better. <laughs> well, it just changes the question, right? Like should is one question, can is a different question. Yep. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yep. So yeah, I think that, yeah, kind of wraps up our questions of the day. Um, these ones were a little different than last week's questions, but I enjoyed them just as much. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I enjoy doing that until we can start doing some more interviews and getting more people on the show. It's fun to like get people to ask us questions. It's pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah, with this, like not being able to see people stuff, it's really hard to get guests in. And then even though me and uh, Kate here can do it over, zoom we have a lot of technical issues when it comes to internet and zoom so to set up a guest or something that we can't have in person with at least one of us yeah like with our luck it'll be the day that we can't get connected (laughs) yeah so uh, we do have some stuff planned for the summer we can start going outside and maybe finding quiet places to do podcast recordings with other people that way Mm -hmm. um but until then, just send us questions, content, anything you want us to talk about. Um, we're pretty open in the things that we will talk about in terms of life. Um, if there's something on your mind, let us know and we'll try and dig into it for you. Yeah, for sure. Because we love, 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 love to like help you learn how to communicate and talk about it and just feel comfortable with things. Yep. And it's, uh, you know, we're not biased and you guys can send us stuff anonymously too. Um, you know, just create a fake account, drop us a DM. <laughs> That's right. Or send it through an email that seems really just with no telling tale of who you are. 
Well, we'll never out you anyways. So that is a promise. Yeah, that's true. You know where to find us. Uh, Pretty much any social media, you can go to at Cocktails with BB and you will find us there. We're at cocktailswithbb at gmail.com and Cocktails with a Blonde and Brunette on our Patreon page where we're posting most of our content because it's not censored. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also in our Facebook group where we aren't posting too much because every time we post anything with the word empowerment or freedom or choice, we get shadow banned. Um, yeah, great, great job, Facebook. But anyway, yeah. uh, if you want to find us, it's pretty simple. Just pop us into the Google search bar and all of our stuff will pop up for you. And we can't wait to talk with you some more about all these things coming up over the summer. So make sure you reach out to us. Yes. And we hope you all have a lovely week wherever you are in the world. Hopefully it's somewhere with a little bit more freedom. <laughs> yes. That. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you next Tuesday. And until then, you know where to find us. All right. Bye, everybody.